So welcome everyone, my name is Kyle Hershey. I am the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, and this is our loan officer sales training, which we do every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern, talking about the sales end of things. So let's go ahead and get into it here. Follow-up calls is our topic for today. Now we all know we have to do follow-up calls. This is nothing new but hopefully it can give you some different perspective here on it and make sure that we're all doing the follow-up calls, how we need to be doing them and why we are doing those follow-up calls in that way, right? So first thing here, I want to talk about the importance of follow-up calls, a couple stats up here to talk about, of course, the age-old saying fortune is in the follow-up right? Uh, it's absolutely true. There's just no way around it. You're going to have to do plenty of follow-up calls in this business. Remember, we're essentially salespeople, right? As mortgage loan originators, we are salespeople. And so we need to follow up like in every other sales job. That second bullet point there, a lead is forever. We never stop following up. Remember, that's a chapter in Nick and I's book, uh, follow the lead, right? A lead is forever. We never stop following up with a lead, which goes right into this training of follow-up calls because we never stop calling a lead. As long as they have been opted in and they are in our database, we are going to keep following up with them forever. We don't ever let a lead go to waste because you'll never know how many sales you lost out on if you stop following up with a lead. Right. And I'm going to give a great example of that here in a minute. But you just never know if you only followed up with somebody two times, three times, four times. You never know if that next call was going to be the trigger for them to do business. Keep in mind that things change. People's situations change. The economy changes. The rates change. So you can't throw people away. There's so many people out there that essentially say, oh, that person's not serious and just throw them to the side. Right. When there's really you could make hundreds of thousands of dollars in commissions from that exact person if you didn't throw them away. But you'll never know if you're doing that. Remember, we don't use a funnel here. Right. We're not throwing people out and weeding it down to only the people who are serious and ready to go right now. This is the mortgage business. Most people aren't serious and ready to go right now. This is the largest transaction of their lives. They're not just like oh, all I need to do is talk to a loan officer and I'm 100% ready to pull my credit and go right now and put it down, pay it down. I have a house picked out. It's under contract already. I mean, come on. They're not going to be ready like that. So remember, we don't, we don't use a funnel. We use the flywheel, right? We're always keeping people in play. The flywheel is always spinning. We're not funneling people down. We're always following up with everybody. That is part of what we do, the flywheel, as opposed to being a funnel. And again, if you're acting like a funnel because you think people are wasting your time, Oh, that person's not serious. Get them out of here. That person's not serious. They're wasting my time. Get them out of here. Again, you'll never know how many sales you lost because you weren't doing your job properly. You were trying to do hit the easy button. You were trying to look for the low hanging fruit only. And let me tell you, in this business, that's a problem. It will never work, right? You're never going to have a long term sustainable career with trying to funnel everybody down to only the people who are ready right now and um, kicking everyone off the side. Because again, most people aren't going to be ready right now. 99.99% 
of the people you talk to in this business are not ready to go with a, a house under contract, ready for you to pull their credit, ready with the down payment to put it down immediately. And all they need is a pre-approval from you, right? You're not going to connect with people like that. It's just not going to happen. So it's going to take following up and it's going to take follow-up calls. Now, here's a couple stats for you. 80% of sales require five follow-up calls. That's a fact, right? 80% require five calls. Not 80% require you to follow up. 80% require at least five calls. But here's the great part about this. You might say, wow, five calls is a lot just to get a sale going, right? And then, of course, once we've converted them in this business, we're still going to have to call them dozens of times throughout the process of doing the loan. But five follow-up calls just to get them to go, you know, start moving forward. But here's the great part about this. On the flip side, 48% of salespeople never make a single follow-up. So what do we have to do? To beat out 48% of our competition, we just have to follow up. It's that simple. The stats are right there for you. 48% of people don't ever follow up. So all we have to do is follow up when we're beating out 48% of our competition. That's amazing. Combine that with what we've talked about on some of these sales trainings before that 40% of loan officers that had their license this year are not going to be in the business a year from now. So 40% of your competition is leaving the entire industry. 48% of your competition will never follow up with a single follow-up. So what does that mean? That means 40% of our competition is gone. And to beat the other 48% of the competition that's still here, we all we have to do is make follow-up calls. How brilliant is that. That's awesome. That is an absolute opportunity for all of us. A lot of people saw the interest rates this last year. A lot of people see how the market is right now, and they don't look at it in a positive light. They think it's all doom and gloom. This looks great to me, right? Does that look great to you that 40% of your competition isn't even going to be licensed in the next year? And a lot of it's going to happen this month, this, this month, as in, I mean, December, we're almost in December. A lot of those are going to fall off in December by not renewing their license. I'd imagine at least 20% of the people with the license are not going to renew. And then, you know, that's just my theory, my guess. And then the other 28% of the people that aren't going to be licensed in the next year are going to fall off over the next 11 months or whatever the situation is, right? So 48% of our competition or 40% of our competition is gone. 48% of them are never even following up with people. So we're already in the top percentages. Even if you're a brand new loan officer, you have no client database. You don't know how to necessarily do loans. You're already in the top percentage of loan officers just by showing up every day, making the calls and making follow-up calls. That's amazing especially for a newer loan officer. Just understand that all you have to do is do it. All you have to do is stick it out, stay in the business, call every day and make follow-up calls. And you're already in the top 50, 40, 30% of loan officers. Wow. What a great opportunity it is this year to get into this business 
and dominate this business. And again, for those of you out there, especially the new people, you're already a top loan officer. If all you do is stay in the business for the next year, making calls every single day and making sure that you make follow-up calls, that is a great opportunity. Now, let me give you a great example. Those of you who may not have heard this, this is an amazing example here of the power of follow-up calls. Some of you may have heard this already. That's great. Never hurts to go over it again. Here's a great real-life example. Our loan officer, Mike Vasquez. I don't know if Mike is on here right now, but he's still here at the company. I don't know if he's on this training right now, but I just love to use his example because it really sums up how important follow-up calls are. So Mike was a brand new loan officer, never did a loan before, came to the mortgage calculator. We started giving him leads. He did his training, right? We started giving him leads and Mike followed up religiously with those people, right? So what happened was one of those leads that we gave him, a company lead, he followed up with that person eight times. It was only on the eighth time that he followed up that the person said, you know what? Another lender just fell through. I'm going to give you a shot. So he quotes the person. He ends up doing the loan. He ends up doing a few more loans with this person for over $4 million in production, right? And those that's huge commissions, right? But again, if he stopped at follow-up call number seven, he would have missed out of tens of thousands of dollars in commission, $40,000 or something in commission because he didn't make that one last call. So see what I mean here on the third bullet point, you'll never know how many sales you lost. Mike could have lost tens of thousands of dollars if he didn't make that eighth call. And he was consistently following up so that when he made that eighth call, it it was... happened to be at an interval where the client was like, you know what? You called me at the right time. This lender just fell through. Now that gentleman has a bunch of different properties, Airbnb properties. A lot of them are worth a million dollars plus, right? So best believe, and I just talked to Mike about this the other day, Mike is still following up with this person because they have more properties and they are absolute great example of what happens when you follow up, follow up, follow up. He would have never made those tens of thousands in commission. He would have never, uh, you know, made this thing. Remember, this is within 90 days of him onboarding at the company as a brand new loan officer. Four million in production from that lead. And then he closed two other of our leads to make almost five million in production in his first 90 days as a loan officer. Brand new loan officer, never closed a loan, almost five million in production in his first 90 days all from our leads, had zero business of his own, 5 million in production, 90 days, all from our leads. But guess what? He put in the work and it wasn't just these eight follow-ups on that one person, his other deals that he had as well. Every single lead he was following up with. Do you think that this gentleman is the only person he followed up with eight times? Of course not. He just happened to be one of the people he followed up with eight times. Mike didn't know that the gentleman had, you know, 12 properties worth a million plus or whatever. He didn't know that until he spoke to the gentleman that said, hey, I'm going to give you a shot. Here's the property. And then and then when Mike started quoting him and doing business with him, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I have this property, this property, and this property, too. So what a great example here. Eight follow-ups 
And then as soon as he made that eighth follow-up, it was just happened to be the perfect timing, but he would have never got that to happen if he didn't call that eighth time, right? And that's what I mean by we never stop following up. We don't stop following up on the seventh time. Seven times is a lot to call someone, right? But if he stopped at seven, he would have never got that. So we never stop. He might have, he, the gentleman might not have picked up until call number 10, but Mike would have kept following up. So I say that for a couple things. What an amazing example. And we want to always keep following up. Um, but also, Mike did the work, right? He did that with every lead. It wasn't just this lead because he saw that the gentleman had a bunch of properties and he's like, oh, this lead I got to really be on top of. He was doing that with every lead. So if you want to come on board, you want to do 4 million in production or, or almost 5 million in production in your first 90 days, it's not going to happen by osmosis. You're going to have to take the leads, work the leads, follow up with the leads over and over again. And you can do the same thing as Mike. I love Mike, but he came in as a brand new loan officer. So he wasn't necessarily special. He's a great guy and he's good at what he does, but he knew nothing. So don't think you need to know everything. If you just do the work, it will come. My, my, there's no difference between you and Mike. He's not a, a lone superstar or anything. He just put in the work and made the calls and did the follow-ups and made a bunch of money in his first 90 days. So hats off to Mike. You know, just an amazing example there. He's not the only example, but it's such a high production amount in such a small amount of time. And most of it was generated from that one lead that he called eight times. And then the next bullet point here is follow-up calls. Do not stop after the sale. We've talked about this on the, um, the, excuse me, the referral training. Sorry about that. Uh, the referral training, we talk about that all the time, following up on the sales, following up afterwards. This is, you know, we send them a closing gift. You're going to follow up on that and you're going to ask for referrals. You're going to ask what's next, what you can help them with next in the future, what they're looking to do. And so the follow-up calls do not stop after the sale. Obviously, Mike didn't stop following up with this person after the sale because he ended up getting more sales from it as well. And as I said, when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about the fact that he's obviously still following up uh, with this gentleman. So be like Mike, right? Everybody wants to be like Mike. Okay, now let's talk about what this means at the mortgage calculator, you know, for loan officers here at the mortgage calculator. Uh, we always have a follow-up task set to call them, right? So even if they're on a drip campaign where the system's going to automatically text them and email them to you on your behalf, we still always have a, a follow-up task set to call them. The system cannot call them for you. It can email them for you. It can text them for you, but there's nothing that can call them besides you picking up the phone. And you're only going to pick up the phone if you have a task set to call them. You're dealing with hundreds of leads, thousands of leads. There has to be a task set. So when that task comes up, you see it on your to-do list and you're going to follow up and call them. Or if you don't have that task set, they're just going to be in the system. You're never going to pull them up again and they're just going to be lost. So even people on an action plan on a drip campaign, we're still going to always have a task set for the future to actually pick up the phone and give them a call. 
Also, as you know, at the Mortgage Calculator, we requote everyone every three days and we follow up the next day with a call. We never stop doing that, right? We're going to keep them updated on the newest rates, the current rates for their scenario that we've already quoted them on. We know their scenario. We know their loan amount, their credit, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to requote them every three days to keep them updated on the newest rates. And then we're going to do a follow-up call the next day. And you don't you don't let that pass by. You don't text them the next day. Now, if they don't answer the phone, you can text them, but you don't let that call opportunity go by. We always follow up with a phone call as opposed to just an email or a text when we've sent a new quote. Another thing to do with follow-up calls, here's a great thing here, is look for a reason to follow up with a purpose. You should always be thinking about reasons to follow up with all of your clients with a purpose. Rates go up or rates go down, right? Or I guess I should really say rates go down or rates go up. Most people don't think about rates going up would be something to trigger a follow-up or to talk to your client about. It seems like something negative, but for example, in the environment we were in two months ago or a month ago, you're looking at it going, hey, we should pull the trigger on this because rates keep rising. So maybe we should pull the trigger on this now. That's why I'm letting you know, uh, you know, rates are on the way up. We don't know if they're going to stop going up. So waiting for them to go down may not be the opportunity we're looking for. We may want to get it now before it goes up any further. So obviously rates going down is a real positive thing to follow up with everyone, a great excuse to follow up with everyone, but even rates going up and a lot of people don't think about looking at it that way. So the the key here is whether rates are going up or rates are going down, you can always use it as an excuse. Maybe the LTV limits have changed on a program that you're talking to them about. Fannie Mae just increased the LTV limits. You should be thinking about everybody you quoted or have been talking to that would need that LTV limit, that it would help them. And that's an amazing opportunity to follow up with them and say, hey, I know that we were at an 80% last time we talked, but guess what? This program actually allows 85% LTV now. Maybe that's enough to get them off the fence. Maybe that's enough for them to be actually able to come up with the down payment. And now you just triggered a loan from a client that was just sitting there. Now you have a reason to follow up with them. And that reason may actually trigger them to do that. Another thing would be new programs released. If you see a new program come out, you most of you get emails from our, our lenders, right? And our investors, a lot of you are on their email lists and you see when they announce products or you hear us talk about it on one of the team meetings when, you know, Nick or Jose or any of the team sees a cool product. So new programs released are a perfect opportunity to follow up with people. Think about who were you talking to about this type of program. Also keep in mind in our CRM, in your CRM, you can look up clients by notes. So if you're if a, a new program comes out for a ever the scenario may be, look under the notes and try to type in what would pull that up in your notes. Try to find everybody you were talking to when you made a note and you said, we're talking about a 203K loan or whatever. Now you can type that in the notes, hopefully pull up a bunch of people you were talking to about that and say, hey, they just did XYZ to the 203K pro- program we were talking about. 
or instead of a 203k that we are talking about, there's actually this new program that's even better. And again, that's a perfect reason to follow up with people. So looking for reasons to follow up is extremely important because now not only are you triggering that follow up with that client, but it's with a purpose and it's going to be much more effective and engage the client much more as opposed to just saying, hey, are you ready to go? I sent you a new quote. That's all great. But if you also have a, a actual updated purpose that's 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 came out over time right now, OK, I have a reason to call you. You have a reason to listen and we're going to engage in this conversation again and hopefully push the deal forward. Now, the last thing here is asking for referrals on follow up calls. So what I mean by this is on the last slide, I talked about calling them after the transaction is done. But right now I'm talking about asking for referrals on the follow-up call, whether the client moves forward or not. Don't be afraid to make sure to put it in their head. Hey, I know we're not, you know, I talked about this. Maybe we talked about the LTV limits changing. That's not enough for them to, uh, you know, do it. They said, hey, that's 85% still isn't going to work. I probably only have 10% down. Okay, well, let's try to do this, try to do that. Let's make a plan of action, right? We don't want to just say, okay, whatever, right? We want to try to make a plan of action, try to find other options. But even if this is not moving them forward, keep in their mind on every call. Hey, just keep in mind that anybody you you know that's looking for something to do with mortgages, looking for a purchase or a refinance, please pass my information along to them. Now, we've talked about this on other trainings, how multiple of our loan officers are always getting deals from people. They're getting referrals from people who they never did loans with. So last slide, we were talking about getting referrals and asking for referrals from people you have done loans with. And this slide, we're talking about asking for referrals on follow-up calls with people who you have not done loans with yet, but they can still refer you and it happens all the time. So use that opportunity and it can be every time and you don't have to sound desperate, but before you get off the phone, it might be your 10th follow-up call to this person. And before you get off the phone, hey, just remember, I just want to remind you, that if you happen to know anybody or talk to anybody that needs a loan officer or that's looking to purchase or refinance, could you please pass my information along to them? If you've talked to them 10 times now, two times, three times, four times, five times, whatever the situation is, and you've mentioned that as an aside every time, not pushy, but just every time before you get off the phone, hey, hey, Jose, I just want to remind you, please, if you if you run into anyone now, they've been reminded three, four, five, six times. As soon as they hear somebody talking about that, it's going to kick it into their brain and say, hey, you know what? I work with I've you know been talking to a loan officer that keeps following up with me. They seem like they're on top of things. Uh, let me give you their information or connect you with them. So that's very important on both sides both before the sale happens, just when we're following up every time. And then after the sale happens and we're following up, of course, every time we follow up with them afterwards, we're going to ask for referrals again. And again, you don't have to be, you don't need to sound desperate. You don't need to sound pushy. You're just reminding them, hey, just want to remind you, I'm here. I'm ready to work. If you talk to anybody, please mention my name. Please connect me with them. Pass my information along. I would love to help anybody that you know, and I will take care of them just like I did take care of you or just like I will take care of you 
if we haven't actually made the sale yet. So I don't see any questions in here. So I think we can wrap it up. The takeaway here from today is make your follow-up calls. Make sure you have a task set always here to make the follow-up calls. So I would recommend loan officers at the mortgage calculator, take the day to go back, pull up your contacts and make sure you have a, a, a task set to call them, right? So make sure that that happened. If you didn't do that yet, remember that's in the training, it's required. But if you do have leads that you think you don't have that yet, I would go back in today and make sure that you have a task set to call for the future. And when you're doing so, keep this training in mind and look for reasons to follow up. Make sure when you do, you ask for referrals and all that kind of good stuff because it is going to take follow-ups. And I love the example of Mike because it's just a perfect example of some serious commission dollars in his pocket because he made that eighth follow-up call. There's really no better example of just translating directly from following up a bunch of times to cash in his pocket, right? I do see a question here. What are the steps to referring yourself for a loan? So you, if you look in the Knowledge Center at the Mortgage Calculator, in the Knowledge Center, it has the instructions on you know, referring either your personal loan or a friends and family loan. It has all the instructions there. Let's see. Another question. Do all calls, including follow-up, have to stay within the call guidelines? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to call people outside of the hours. Now, if you're already speaking to them and they would be okay with that, if they say, hey, call me, well, of course you could call them, right? But as far as just doing your follow-up calls, make sure it's still between the 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., which is the hours that we have uh, posted for you, right? So yes, absolutely. When you're just making your follow-up calls, stay between that time. But of course, if somebody tells you to call them, if you're texting them or whatever, and it's 9 p.m., but they say, hey, give me a call. I want to talk about it right now. Of course, give them a call, right? But as far as when you're just in there doing your follow-up, stick to those hours. Make sure we're compliant. Uh, make sure that we're not catching people at you know times that we probably shouldn't be trying to reach them out. All right. So I don't see any more questions. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Remember, we do this 12 p.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the trainings. We do not have one on Friday, though, because we'll be getting ready and doing our event here in Miami, Real Estate Weekend Miami. If you want more info, visit realestateweekendmiami.com. A lot of you from the Mortgage Calculator team, we're excited to see you. So this Friday, we will not have a sales training, but we will have one tomorrow. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everybody.